It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. getting a little bit cold here at the beach. Brett coming from the wilds of New Hampshire. How you doing, Brett? I'm pretty good. How are you? I am delightful. It's a beautiful day. Uh, this is this is probably episode 898 of the podcast. So I'm really excited. We're, we're getting close to episode 900. Um, we got a new thing. There's a new thing, Brett. What? We have we have a podcast voicemail phone number now. It's uh, it's Ooh. in the show notes, uh, listeners. That's two two eight three six three six seven three seven. It's in the show notes. In inside, checked it out in some of the different podcast players. Some of them, it's a, it's an active link. You just push it and it goes to your phone. Some of you got to highlight it and then uh, tell it to place the call. But in mid episode, if you want to leave us a comment, if, if if Brett says something outrageous and you need to comment <laughs> on it, because I, I know I wouldn't be the one saying the outrageous stuff. Uh, you you just click that. You leave us a voicemail. Maybe we actually put the audio into the episode. Maybe we just talk about it. But it's a great way. I hope for listeners to communicate with us um and look listeners if you're listening to this four years in the future and the number doesn't work that's because nobody used it and I, I i i got rid of it so uh there we go what do you think about that brett i think that's a great idea there's a podcast i listen to that has a phone number like that and um they always play when people leave drunk voicemails for them so i feel like that would be great if Oh my gosh, listeners, if anybody would please leave me drunk boy, if if you get liquored up listening to the show, I, I would love drunk voicemails from listeners. That would be delightful. We won't, I mean, we'll use the audio, but we won't, I won't, we don't have to use your name. Um, so that'd be great. You know, a lot of shows think of doing this before their episode numbers are in, in high triple digits, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of a slow adapter. So, uh, um, Brent, I got I got two other things I got to ask you about before before we move on because I'm sure you got an exciting topic for us. Uh, one in recent episodes we've been talking about uh, about footprints in the sand. So say you're walking on along the beach, what are your feelings mm-hmm. about stepping in somebody else's footprints? Um, neutral, I think. Neutral. Well, do I know who made them? Do like, uh, or well, are they just that's... footprints that are left there? That's what makes it an intriguing conversation. So say it's stranger footprints. If it's stranger footprints and I can't see who made them before, I feel like I would have fun, you know, kind of like snow prints, you know, Uh like you would try to match up where people had stepped before and like to like, I don't know, walk in someone else's shoes because they maybe have a different gait than you. Yeah. 
Oh, it makes me you don't all like shivery. Uh, no, I, that's the whole thing. I don't like. Um, so, what if it's somebody you know? If it's somebody I know, um, I, it would depend. Like, are we just like on a walk, and I'm going to look like a weirdo for like <laughs> walking in their footprints, or is it like we're like playing on the beach, and that's like something? So you don't look like you, you wouldn't look like a weirdo walking in a stranger's footprints. Well, I feel, I don't know. I feel like they're not there to judge you for it. Your friends might be like, excuse me, make your own footprints. Yeah, I get that. For me, it's it's too it's too intimate walking in somebody else's footprints. Oh. It's just, I, I think it's I think because too... I do it in the snow all the time, you know, like you follow in someone's tracks in the snow so you don't have to like get yourself all snowy. Sure, I feel like it's similar. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we hadn't talked. That sounds a little bit more practical though. Yeah, that's yeah, that's utilitarian. So I could I could see mm -hmm. myself doing that. And and I'm not barefoot usually walking in the snow. True. So yeah. that's that's the thing there. OK, so that's that's good. We got your take on that. So my other thing is uh, in a in a recent episode, we we talked at length about my idea of opening and opening a barbecue spa in which you would go to the spa and, and you could like you could like sit in a sour in a, in a coleslaw bath or or they'd give you a, a corn on the cob massage or you could get like a, a barbecue sauce uh, body rub, and then puppies would lick it off of you. That kind of thing. What would you, what are your thoughts about about that? That all sounds disgusting. <laughs> I don't like that in one bit. No, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm gonna I'm I'm guessing you're not gonna want to buy stock in the company. Okay, so those are the <laughs> things I had to catch up on. What are we talking about today, Brett? Um, I have like a little bit of a oh yeah. One thing I got a cat. Oh my gosh, that's a beautiful cat, and it matches your kitchen. Yes, this is Levi. He, yeah, we got him last weekend. L listeners, so, Levi is like a gray tabby. Is that what? Is that yes, what Levi is? with little like white mittens. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 Brett's yeah. got kind of a grayish, grayish green reads on my screen, but that might be your your uh, your sweatshirt uh, new kitchen. My sweatshirt's so greenish. My kitchen's grayish. Yes. Did you did you get the cat to match the kitchen? No, we were looking at the Humane Society website, and that's the one on the pictures that Brent was like, well, he looks like a good cat, and <laughs> turns out so far he is. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of wung it and got a cat real quick, and Brent, when we were talking about it, he's like, I think some of our best decisions are when we don't think them through, and yeah, so that's what and we did. This is why I think he's a great guy. This is, I mean, I mean, he can, he can, he can, he can, he's remodeling the house. He, he, he's a good cat picker. I mean, you, 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 you done well. Um, so aside from the new cat, what else, what, what's going on? Um, so one sad update, because I know we talk about Harry Potter sometimes. Have mm -hmm. you heard that the actor who played Hagrid passed away last week? I saw a headline that said somebody Harry Potter star blah blah blah, mm -hmm. but I had no idea who what character he. It played, was so. Hagrid who played the giant in the movies, uh -huh. so he passed away at the age of seventy-one. So that was very sad. But seventy-one is that young or old? Brent thought young. I don't know. I guess. Mm. But. But uh, yes, uh, so we uh, made so Levi's heard... middle name Rubius for. for oh, you, you gave the Levi Rubius. Now, does the cat have his own last name, or does he share your last name? He shares ours, I think. Okay, yeah, I didn't okay. know if he was. If he's going to be part of the family. That's. <laughs> I think we'll we'll keep him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is sad. That is sad. 
And he had a quote that was been going that I guess that's been going around that was like it like my family won't know me in 50 years or something, but they'll still know Hagrid. And so he's like already had a quote about how he'll live on through the movies, which was very Aww. sweet. Yes. Until the digital apocalypse and the uh, the internet gets wiped out and Yes. Yeah. And so but the last won't thing for a couple of years. Hopefully not. Yeah, we'll find out. And then I have a small update on the Don't Worry Darling stuff. Oh, yes. One of our most popular episodes. Uh, so okay. uh, what's the update? It's nothing major. So the movie came out. I've heard nothing about that. But I've heard more drama about Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis. Oh, spill, spill the tea, girlfriend. So their nanny of three years has done two uh -huh. interviews giving all this dirt about their relationship and that saying that Olivia was cheating with Harry Styles. But the most interesting part is that um, when they were breaking up, Jason Sudeikis at one point when Olivia was leaving to go see Harry, he laid underneath the car so that she couldn't leave because she had made him a salad, made Harry Styles a salad with her special dressing. And he couldn't believe that she would be sharing her special salad dressing with someone outside the family. Uh, I, I, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. uh, is special salad dressing a euphemism for something? It sounds like it, but no, I looked this up a little further. It's just like a vinaigrette that oh, just, yeah. I mean, she made it on the Food Network one time even. So it's not like it's, super secret, but so yeah, not, it felt it, special. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like a, if, if you've made it on the Food Network, it doesn't sound like it's a special family recipe. So uh, um, sharing your secret, your special salad dressing with somebody, that sounds uh, okay. Um, and the laying under the car thing, what was, huh? So he, yeah, he laid in front of the car so she couldn't leave to give Harry Styles the salad with the dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Which the, uh, the, like Jason and Olivia have since said is false allegations. The nanny's just like to try and get her 15 minutes of fame out of this. But I like to believe it. I, I we, in what situation would you lay down in front of somebody's vehicle to keep them from going someplace? Oh, I don't know that I would because you don't, that's like a really, like, like if, if they decide to go for it, that was the bad call on your part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if they don't, you still look like some wacko, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Tasha and I've been together for 30 plus years and if she decided she was she she was going to go share her special salad dressing with somebody else, I I would not like look, we got rid of the we got rid of the truck a couple years ago. So I I would it's not like I laid out in front of her bike um when she decided right. to pedal down the beach and share her special salad dressing. Um what a I as I don't I didn't like that guy to start with, now I like him even less. Um Oh, I thought Olivia was the crazy one, but it sounds like yeah, she maybe. I mean, well, I think they're all kind of they're all kind of wacky. Yeah. So uh, I've I've got the uh, the the Rotten Tomato meter uh, up here about the movie. Uh, Three hundred and fifteen critic reviews. Uh, Thirty-eight percent. Ooh, okay. Very That's rotten. Not great. Right? Aud audience score seventy-four percent. So the audience 
audience like it's like it a lot more than the critics do. Um, so listeners, listeners, here's the thing. If you've seen this crappy movie and you want to use that uh, that new voicemail number to tell me that it's not crappy, go ahead, uh, give us a call. Let me let me hear what you have to say. Um, what else? Um, then I was going to give you some updates on my classroom and see if you had questions. Oh, good, and stuff. good. Because you've been yeah, you've been back so, in action. You take your your closed down for the summer, and then you're you're back in you've been back in the action for what a couple months now. Yeah, since we start the day after Labor Day, so yeah, yeah. like a month or two. Yeah, yeah. So what's going on? What are the kids up to and playing at this time of year? So this time of year, we it's fun because we have like the three, four, and fives, and we're getting to see a lot of like these are like the COVID toddlers, the COVID kids who like everything yeah. shut down when they were tiny um so the previous years it was like the children who are like pretty on top of like masking and social distancing and now we have the group that i think just kind of was at home so like they have very few social boundaries so it's kind of been like a cuddle puddle school year is what we've been calling <laughs> we're like the first couple weeks near my co-teacher you know we're watching we could just like sit down somewhere in the classroom or outside to observe and the next thing you know there's four kids sitting on top of you or well, like the the, fr the phrase you used was cuddle puddle yeah i think that's cuddle, what we come across puddle. as cuddle, yeah cuddle puddle. puddle. Oh, i think that's i don't like that so so it, a lot of a lot of a lot of physical contact you're... oh yeah i've never had more kids request that i kiss them on the mouth before <laughs> like i leave for my break and like i have to like give everybody a hug and a high five goodbye to uh -huh. leave on my break which normally is just like see ya and i go but not this time and yeah. uh, like i've got <laughs> kids like oh, you can kiss my cheek and they're like not good enough brett try again yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that seems strange, but it makes sense if they if they spent their toddlerhood in a world where everybody was kept at arm's length, and now the yeah. world is not like that or anymore. Like the boundaries of like we're just at home or we're with family, where like there's not a whole lot of like distancing needed to be had, and then you know quickly go into school and like they don't have like the social experience, like, you know, I have so many kids who've barely been to grocery stores to like, know, like you act different ways, different places. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, developmentally, how are they? Language skills and physical skills? Are they about where the, the, the past years? I think been? those are, yeah, we have a few kids who like socially haven't seen a lot of people and like taking time for teachers to recognize like, oh, maybe they've only been around like one or two kids and it's only been like a playground or it's only been family or siblings and recognizing that stuff. But I mean, I'm usually of the idea that everybody's where they need to be and they'll get where they want to yeah. be in the end. Yeah. So, so long as everybody's the, happy in the process. Aside from all the cuddling, what are they up to? Um, oh, so I had two stories I was going to tell you because I've already cried in the classroom twice, but from laughing oh, so what, hard. What, what, wait, oh, laughing, crying. Okay, I was going to ask yeah. what, what what flavor of crying was it? But so oh, yeah, crying. It, I was so excited. Yeah. So the first one is this little girl. She is an only child and she like has this itty bitty voice like but um what, what was that, like, what's that sound like again? Like is how she talks, but like they're real words. Mm -hmm. Um and she calls me Tret, Tret. Um, not Brett, but Tret. I'll be like, buh, buh, Brett. And she goes, buh, buh, Tret. And <laughs> <laughs> OK, 
okay, it's fine. I'll work with it. And so she's playing in like the dollhouse area, but we don't have people out right now. We have all the little animal figurines Mm -hmm. and she's got this like crazy, like just like setup going. You can tell there's a whole story and she's got like the zebra over like away from everybody else. And like the rest of them are all surrounding the baby rhino. And me and my co-teacher were like, What's, what do you think is going on there? Like, I don't know. Like this little girl, like she has this tiny voice, but she's like really harsh in her interactions. <laughs> like uh-huh. she, yeah, she just like, her mom says she has a fire in her. And so you never know what you're going to get. Um, and so we were like, I want to know, but I'm kind of like anxious to ask. And I was like, you know, I'm her teacher. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to find out what the story is. And I was just like, hey girl, like, I see like you set up all these animals so fun, but like, why is the zebra alone over here? And then I noticed there is a lion mama and cub who are also alone. And she was like, oh, well they like, uh, the zebra's not feeling very good. And the lion or the, yeah, the lions are tired. So they're taking a break. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I understand now. And then I see, like, they're all looking at the, the baby rhino, huh? Just, he's just too, too. I was like, he's what? He's too, too. I was like, oh, he's too cute. He is too cute. Like, uh, like what are they going to do next? And then she goes, like, oh, stop, stop talking to me. You just, you just go away. She's <laughs> <laughs> just getting more and more frustrated that I'm talking to her. Just wanting to know about her little, like, landscape. And then. I was shunt and I literally like <laughs> crawled away because I couldn't handle myself. <laughs> well, that's so, I, I love the small world play and, and because I mean, that's, that's dramatic play in, in tiny form oh, yeah. and kids are, kids are creating their worlds. And we've talked about it on the show before. Uh, a lot of times adults kind of take over small world play um, like they do with dramatic play. Yeah. They, they do all the scene building and all the setup and everything and, mm-hmm. and the kids don't get to create that. So, so ha- just having the materials, letting the kids build it for themselves too is, 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 is uh, delightful. But I, I always struggled with that too, because you got to find this point where I'm really curious to know what's going on over there. Yeah. And when do yeah. I, when do I ask and when do I, I not? And it's, it's, a, when it's do I hard... stop asking maybe? Yeah. Yeah. When do I, yeah, because we don't, we putting our, asking those questions kind of pulls the cork on the play for a moment um, and, or it can. And, and so knowing when to, when to ask those questions or not, I, I love that she like, she's like basically told you to piss off. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's just who she is. And like, we've talked a little bit of, to her about like, hey, like sometimes like I understand in that moment, but when it's like, I don't, like, let's go outside, you know, like you don't need to yell at me about getting ready to go outside. So we <laughs> asked her like, what are some words I can use to help you speak to me a little more kindly? Because I'm just trying to do my job here. And she says like, say nice. So now we're like, it's like we're training a dog is what it looks like. But we're like, these are the words she wanted us to use. We'll give her the power. Mm-hmm. So we're like, nice, nice, remember? And <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. So we're working you on need, it. Uh, you need a box of Scooby treats or something for her. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Well, we're obsessed with pickles and olives. We did a pickle and olive taste test at the class. Because- really? Yes, yes, because we were noticing them in like all these kids' lunch boxes. 
and and they were like so excited when they would have them. There was one day a little girl had like a pickle in a little sandwich baggie and she had left it on the ground next to her lunchbox because she wasn't eating it yet. And my co-teacher was sweeping the lunchroom and accidentally like the bristles of the like the broom touched the pickle and like not like in the bag. And the little girl's like, hey, like, don't sweep my pickle. And then this little boy, like, you sweep her pickle again, I'm going to kick your broom. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to get your pickle swept. Um, so what kind of what kind of pickles do they favor? Are they are they dill or are they sweetened? We love the dill. They butter? We ended up, after we all tasted everything, we ended up finishing the big jar of dill that lunch because they loved them so much. And and how many how many different pickle options did you did you have did you we had ten olives? different varieties of pickles and olives. Damn. Um, yeah. That sounds like a special shopping trip. So we asked families to provide. So we did like a okay. sign up list, and like every family who wanted to got a jar of pickles. We also had families give us like like the teeny tiny like cocktail forks and little napkins. Mm -hmm. So we like did like a whole cute like setup, and I had a I graphed their answers for them. So yeah, if it was well, like good, okay, or I don't care for it. And so, uh, what was the 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 olive uh, results? What what kind of what's our favorite olive in the in the young world? They love the pimentos the most, I think. Pimentos are black. Mm -hmm. One of yeah. those two. So, did anybody? Did you have enough olives that everybody could put them on their fingers and and eat all of? We off still their have fingers, a fridge or? full of olives. So now, if like we need an extra snack, we're handing out olives and pickles. <laughs> I, I love that because I, I was I just did a training the other night about the the eight sensory systems and and we're talking about the 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 sense of taste and and opportunities to to work that into what's going on in in our in our days and so I think I think taste testing like that sounds like a a delightful thing. Um, it was so anybody, fun. Was did anybody taste anything that they like really hated? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the way I put it in my newsletter was like, everyone was really kind and willing to try. And we only ended up with one olive spat across the room in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like quite so extreme, but it essentially was where it, like, they like took a bite and then it's like, blah, 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 like all just like came back out of them. It was better but. than than five minutes of that, that gagging thing that gets <laughs> like almost coming out. I'd rather yeah, have it I had a kid do that. He didn't know that you're supposed to spit out the cherry pits. And <laughs> I just like hear this gagging while we're having a little picnic. And I like, like, what are you doing? He's like, just eating my cherries. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you have any pit olives with the pit still in them? No, I was too nervous to do that. Yeah, that was, that's uh, that takes a little bit of it takes a little bit of practice. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, that that sounds that sounds delightful. And so, how how long? I mean. How much how much Brett time went into organizing all of all of that? Not too too much. So like I put out a survey to families if they would be interested in helping. And then I sent out a sign up to families and just said, like, try to bring everything by the day before or the day of. And mm -hmm. then I spent maybe 15 minutes because I just wanted the like setup to look uh -huh. organized and nice. Sure. So I took, we had gotten a donation of a bunch of like scrapbooking paper. So I just like put a scrapbooking paper down for every jar and then just like wrote which kind was on there. So mm -hmm. it was helpful for me too. And we had these teeny tiny cups. So I just like scooped a couple olives or pickles into all the cups. And then they just had this spread and I quickly made a graph 
for, I don't know. It took me maybe 15 minutes, but it sounds like oh, a lot. And, and okay. I like, um, I feathered the napkins out so they'd be pretty. Sure. And as we know from, uh, from the bachelorette episode, you're a, you're a born planner and organizer. So I enjoy uh, doing that. Stuff I mean, this sure. was, this was basically a, a bachelorette party for olives and pickles. That's basically it what was. It was. Yes. So their so last hurrah. What, what food, what food is next? I don't know. So they were actually pretty into the beets, some of them. Um, but we'll have to just see where it takes us. I mean, we'll find we're, out. We're actually we're going to be doing like an inquiry project soon, I think, on maps. Were, were most of your, were your pickles all cucumber-based pickles? No, we had one family from, who just moved from Texas a year or two ago, so they brought us okra pickles. And then we also had the pickled beets. I think you should you should expand out to like uh, pickled eggs, pickled pickled pig's feet. Just we actually are a vegetarian and egg free school. So. Oh well, then you better not try those things. That might I wish uh, that might be that might be a that uh, would be a little taboo. Of, uh, what about peppers? What about peppers? We could try peppers. I think kids in general get a little nervous about anything that could be spicy. Sure, that's what makes it fun for you. I guess so. I don't want to like scar here, taste this ghost pepper. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yummy. So yummy. Don't smell it first. Just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't close your eyes. Put this in your eye. Yeah. I think it's, I think that'd be great. It'd be, it, you got to get it on video, but uh, I think that'd be the next one. Uh, so what else is going on? Oh, I have another story that made me cry. Yeah. Okay, so good. new to our outdoor classroom this year, we have a big climbing dome which is very sad. I just like put it on an order list to see what would happen. And now we have it, which was pretty cool. <laughs> so. Climbing dome, like the pipes and the hexagons yeah. or whatever, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is like all triangles. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah, like okay. the kids, they love it. And so there's, we do, well, one thing they love is when we do sports casting, when they're on the climbing dome, like they like straight up request it like Brett will you mm -hmm. come do sports casting please and the bill like Jeff is on his way up and like like so and so is at the top where will they go next <laughs> um so we do that which is fun and then mm -hmm. one little girl just loves us to just watch her and but like we practice saying like we can't have both teachers watching you at once but like we can we'll definitely watch you when you want to be watched and then so she's like look Brett I've been working really hard on this trick and then so I don't really know what the trick was, but she did it. And like, <laughs> like it like to me, it looked like climbing up and down like she does constantly, but to her it felt mm -hmm. like she had accomplished something. Uh -huh. So I, I said, like, I was like, yes, you did that. And I like, like, I think like did a little dance, or I was pretending to high five her from across the way. And then she like came up and was like, oh yeah, no, let's high five. And then we're high five. And she's like, and now shake your body while we high five. I was like, shake, 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 and high fiving. And then this little girl, she takes a few steps back, like throws her chest forward and just lets out like a guttural scream. <laughs> <laughs> and then like takes a couple breaths and then just like did it again. <laughs> and was just, just like just like overtaken with the pride in herself that like there was no other way to release these feelings than to just like scream it to the world. It's like the, those and, soccer players who rip off their jerseys and go sliding across. She might the, as yeah. well have torn her clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and and you're and you're like, what 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 did you do? No, I'm just like they're like, yeah, you you feel good. <laughs> You've done this. And I, like I was doubled over. I couldn't because she was just so proud of herself. 
have you used your climbing dome for uh, cage matches yet? No, no, I guess not. But maybe come winter when we don't climb so much. Oh, yeah, I, and, and I think this could be a good fundraiser for for future um, eating experiments or, or other equipment. You get the parents involved in this, um, and, mm -hmm. and then you you kind of you you kind of set up the uh, the betting line on on kids' uh, rough and tumble engagements, uh, hand to hand combat under the under the dome, and you make it kind of a, a weekend thing. Everybody shows up, and and the parents have uh, have their coolers with them, and then you just kind of uh, uh, put put together the rankings and have the have the kids go at it. Um, and then you know the the parents can handle the betting on their own, and then the program mm -hmm. gets like ten uh, percent. We'll look into it. Yeah, I think, yeah, soccer season's over. Let's get into fight club season. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a great fundraiser. Um, but I'm guessing at the the vegetarian egg-free center, the the combat with all the no hunting signs. Yeah. Yeah, the combat <laughs> sports probably wouldn't be embraced, huh? No, not too much. <laughs> I, I the little the little I, I would like to pit the little girl the little girl with the uh, rhinoceros and the look at me girl uh with each other and see uh what's what's going what's going on which one of them do you think would win I think the little girl with the rhinoceros because one time when they were doing dramatic play together um the look at me girl was the baby which is like the like submissive role in the relationship when they were playing house so yeah, I think yeah. that's how that would go. Uh, well, I can't, I mean, after you have the fight, let me know which one of them wins. I think it sounds, sounds delightful. <laughs> we do have a certain area of the outdoor classroom for stick play because otherwise other people get, we get innocent bystanders. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You lose an, lose an eye that way. And I mean, that's, that's exactly the way to do it. You can, uh, you can play with sticks, but play with sticks over there. So the people who aren't playing with sticks don't lose an eye. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. Exactly. And I asked them, yeah, like, how do you think we should play with sticks? And they said, sticks don't hit bodies, sticks hit sticks. And that's what we do. I mean, that, that pretty much makes sense. Was the, was the rhinoceros thing, was that an inside thing or was it an outside thing? That was inside. Do, yeah, does, that was inside. Do the rhinoceroses and the zebras and stuff, do they ever go out or do you like have outside zebras or... What's the what's the setup with that stuff? They have gone out. Um, we have, we have like this like broken pig that's actually like never gone away. It's just like a small like pig figurine, but it only has three legs now, and it sure. somehow that's the one that sticks around the most. Because what happens is, one, we're not great at like cleaning up our outdoor space, and then next thing we know, here in New Hampshire, it's winter and everything's covered in snow, and then it's it gets frozen. plowed, so <laughs> it gets frozen and plowed. So we. Yeah, we try to bring things out that we're okay with having be broken or lost. Yeah, you don't find it for six months when, when exactly when it's like it's buried, it's gone, or like trying to dig it out of the ice sometimes ends up breaking stuff because of how that goes. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Anything else going on? I don't think so. I had COVID last week, so I'm like powering through here. Co oh, well, how was that? Was it where you were? It you, was were you knocked I, out or? I was out. Yeah. I like spent three days sleeping on the couch and now Brent is sick, which is Aww. fine. Yeah. 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 I get it over with. But I got to That's snuggle up. with my cat all week, which is good. You got a new, you got a new cat. You got yeah, a three day nap. That sounds, I mean, yeah. there could be worse things. Uh, what's the deal with the bowl of the, the bowl of gourds like behind gourds. you? Are those, are those ornamental gourds or are you going to do something with them or? 
I bought them from the grocery store. The mm -hmm. poor, like 14 year old grocery store clerk, like has her own sensory issues and couldn't touch them. So she had to ask somebody to help her scan them. Um, really? Which was a fun experience for me because I like, I, I love sensory needs and uh -huh. that she was like, do you eat these? She was so grossed out by them that I was choosing to purchase them. And I was like, no, I just think they're cute. And I like the ugly warty ones. So I just put them out to decorate. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah I, I dig that. So she did because of the ugly warty parts, listeners are the tiny little mini cute, cute, cutesy gourds. Um, I mean, you couldn't, they're not, I mean, you couldn't eat those, could you? I mean, they're not the eaty kind. So. I think they're, I wouldn't they're, they're, try. They're, yeah. 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 Um, so the, the wordiness or the color patterns, what was, what was her beef? I think it, she said the bumps were what bothered her. And, That's yeah. awesome. And do you see this grocery store clerk on a regular basis? No, I don't. So we have like two main grocery stores around us and one of them seems to exclusively hire teenagers and I hate it. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I only go there when I have to. I think you should start going there on a regular basis and start looking for all of the, all of the things that you might trigger this in her, just so you can kind of help, help her work on her sensory issues. And you just show up with like a cart full of, full of stuff that you think the, and, and you can graph it, um, the things that she might and not I could, want to handle. Like that story you have, where like, maybe I'll be like, you can just touch it with your toe first if that yeah, feels sure. better. Sure. <laughs> sure. bring her a pair of mittens or something yeah exactly and, and so follow-up question to that no self-checkout um not at that grocery store the other one okay. has it yeah but okay. i only do that if i have like a basket because it doesn't have a conveyor or anything yeah yeah that's true yeah. Uh, having to interact with a teenager that sounds that sounds terrifying well, I, <laughs> My, I have the same feelings about teenagers that she has about, about gourds. <laughs> yes, I, I like, and like, they're all stalking the shelves and gossiping together. And you like, that was actually Brent's first job in high school was working there. I was like, I just feel like they're all having sex. And he was like, yeah, pretty much. And like, it's just like a big drama pit. You can just feel it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh. I know. Uh, there, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm so glad I'm done being a teenager. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up, Brett? I don't think so. I have a plan for next week, but I needed time to prepare. So next week will be fun. I can't wait. Month. Uh listeners, this has been a, a big so did you did you ever see that movie that that I didn't, no. No. You don't care about the movie, it's just the gossip <laughs> behind it, huh? Maybe if it's like on a streaming service eventually, but right now I'm too sure, I'm okay. Sure. I think that's the way the rest of the world feels about it too. Hey, listeners, give us a call at 228-363-6737 if you have any comments about any of this delightful stuff we've been talking about. You got a you got your own uh rhinoceros story, you got your own story about uh about uh somebody that said, "Look at me," and they were doing a thing that you couldn't even tell what they're doing. Uh you got feelings about that movie that I can't even remember the name of anymore because it don't was Don't worry, so, darling. Don't worry, darling. Hey, don't worry, darling. Uh this has been the Child Care Barn Girl podcast. Back soon. Thanks for listening. Tip your wait staff. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.